Welcome to TBD, a weekly Where Are They? Where we kind of just go through TBT stories, uh, or TB... Yeah. D. Yeah, TBD stories about TBT topics. topics. Love it. Okay, I we got there eventually. TBT topics. Um, yeah, the TBT topics is a really important part. We truly try and like stick to those TBT topics. Yes, um, we try. I'm Miranda. <laughs> oh, I'm Olivia. Uh, yeah, we're really excited. We have some like some fun little gems of stories to talk to you about today. Always um, premium content. I don't know if last week was that whatever. Um, that first fine. story was totally premium content. I don't know what you're talking about. What was about. the first story? Lindsay Lohan and Vanderpump Rules. Oh, okay. Um, so the first thing that I want to talk about is some Halloween Town news. I was like honestly shook by this when I read it. Um, so this is that Marty and Cal from Halloween Town are apparently a couple, and the source for this is from Seventeen, which is so reliable. Um, this article is really funny. It starts out as a saying like, first there was Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. Then there was Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin. And now there's two of your favorite Disney Channel stars, Kimberly J. Brown and, uh, what's his name? Daniel Counts. Sure. He is not cute. That's really rude. I think he's fine. They look, they look honestly like a Christian youth pastor couple. <laughs> they look like they, okay, in this, they look like they could be brother and sister. In the nicest way. That's rude. But in the nicest way They possible. totally look like they could be brother and sister. Don't even say you can't see that. They kind of do, but people say that like, you know, couples that look like they could be brother and sister tend to last a long time. What? That's a study. That's, that's true. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, not that they look like brother and sister, but the couples that like look more alike, I think is what it is. Interesting. Anyway, um, which is just really interesting. So Kimberly J. Brown played Marty Piper. She was also in like Quince and other things like that. Um, and then she is dating, uh, Daniel Counts who played Cal, her love interest. I don't know. Um, and it was, uh, posted for International Kissing Day. Um, so I love that, like the um, the sub paying attention to this. The, okay. the subhead on this article is Calabar is gonna be mad, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. Calabar's the dad. So He's recently, also the villain. Um, they went to Kaylee Cuoco's wedding and they How saw Hamilton together. To Kaylee Cuoco's I don't wedding. Know. Maybe she's a Halloween Town fan. Like, what I don't the know. Fuck is that? How the hell did she see? That should be the story. How the hell did Marnie from <laughs> Halloween Town secure an invite to Kaylee Cuoco's wedding? I don't know, but you're way too close to your microphone. You know what? I'm trying <laughs> totally to get comfy. Um, so yeah, uh, back in 2016, fans started noticing the decom, or as Montana McDonald would say, decon stars had reconnected when Daniel appeared in Kimberly's hilarious short about what really happened to Cal at the end of Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. Spoiler, he went to magic rehab. Sure. He went to what? I don't know. I don't really understand what this is, but... Wait, like real rehab? I don't What's know. magic rehab? I didn't watch it. You think I watched that? I didn't. They're cute. Whatever. It's fine. They have, like, really similar teeth, and it's kind of weirding me out. I told you. Like, in that picture, the very top picture um, yeah. on the right, they look like, when they're at, like, a music festival or a concert or something, yeah. they 100% look like they They either look like sister. siblings or, like, they've been married for 20 years, which, eh. They're pretty young. <laughs> Aren't <laughs> they, like, they, like, They're, like, not like she's 30. She's not that young. Kimberly J. Brown? You think Kimberly J. Brown is not 30? I think... She's probably right around 30. I think she's way older than that. 
I don't... She's definitely not way older. She is 33. What's way? <laughs> Protein. Um, you could put it in a sandwich. Ew. So, yeah. The... Um, what else do we have to talk about? That's like pretty a- much that story, but like that's cool that the couple from Halloween Town is still together. Yeah, that is, I mean, I don't think they're still together. I think they like have gotten together. Yeah, the, I, definitely not still. Yeah, I imagine they like. You know, it's let's like, hope that they haven't been together for the last like fifteen years. And it's no Marty and Cal, and then it's like you know Leo and Kate. Like these are yeah. the OTP couples. Literally, of- no one has noticed the last sixteen years that these two were together. Nope. Oops. <laughs> So, like, as we already talked about, another thing here um, is that uh, Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin got engaged, which is cool. And the article specifically, again, it's from Seventeen because I was really, you know, I looked far and wide for these stories. Um, and it was, like, the Selena Gomez's response to this and her saying mm-hmm. that she really doesn't care and that she's doing fine. I mean, I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if I believe that either, but I feel like maybe she doesn't care because you know she's on drugs you said it not me yeah i mean i'm just saying i've read some blinds and anybody who believes selena gomez like is this like happy-go-lucky lovely gal Mm -hmm. is like very sorely mistaken yeah and if you wanted that take like two days ago you need to follow olivia on twitter at mac is cheesy uh yeah because people were coming after corinne like i was looking at the responses and it's just like screw you she's doing great who are you blah 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 i'm like fuck you get out of here anybody who thinks that is you're so naive it's not even funny read a blind no one works harder than selena gomez's team no for sure Anyway, um... However, that rock on Haley Baldwin is lovely. It's crazy. He did a good job. Good job, Justin Bieber. You know how to pick out some jewelry. I don't know. I don't really Not like Not so much it, on the tattoo, but, but I like that it's a single diamond. I don't I, like single diamonds. Oh, see, I... Like, I think it just looks, like, random and out of place. I think you need, like, some other stones around it to, like, blend it into the band. Yeah, I like that it's two bands, though. I like that it's two bands, one diamond. Um, I think it suits her, honestly. Sure. I think she'll never be able to use her arm again, which is fine. Um, no, because it's going to... Or she's going to get, like... She's going to be, like, hella muscular on one side and, like... It's going to be really bad for a modeling career. Yeah, totally. Um, so another thing that I wanted to talk about, I was just, you know, randomly on BuzzFeed, as one does. And I came across this article, and it is... Uh, what's it called? on, what's it called? It's called 16 Iconic Characters You Didn't Know Were Played by the Same Actor. Which, like... I don't know if some of these are iconic characters. They're definitely not. It's kind of like some of these, um, like, supporting roles that you might have never noticed had voices um, are yeah. played by other people. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the one that sort of shook me the most and was, like, the most TBT that I just needed to talk about quickly, because I don't know how we didn't talk about it when we've, like, talked about both of these movies, um, is that Eric Von Denton, who you know from Brink, and then also you know from, like, being the douche canoe in Princess Diaries, um, voiced Sid in Toy Story. Yeah, it was kind of crazy because I remember Sid having, like, kind of a creepy voice, and, like, yeah, I don't see Eric Von Denton having that voice. No, I don't either, but I'm impressed, I guess. I don't know. Also, in my research for our next week's episode, which is on Hercules, mm-hmm. number 11, um, if you're a fan of the OC, you'll probably remember Tate Donovan, who plays um, Misha Barton's on-screen dad, Jimmy Cooper, 
and um, is the voice of I prefer Hal Cooper. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's a joke. Um, but the yeah, black hood. Um, Um, But he was the voice of Hercules, which is kind of crazy. That is crazy. Um, And he, of course, also is known as Joshua from Friends, uh, Rachel's boyfriend. Nope. In season three, after, right before uh, Ross's wedding to Emily. Great. Um, That really really contextualizes things for me. It should. In other huge news... Um, I feel like we're definitely getting through these way too quickly. Um, in other huge news, Tyra Banks is um, definitely making Life Size 2. And they, are, they have been casting. And it's really, really cool. Lindsay Lohan is not involved because she's too busy making a fake uh, Vanderpump Rules. Speaking of Selena Gomez, the uh, girl who's going to star alongside... Tyra Banks is Francia Reza, who you know um, as the girl who donated a kidney to her bestie, Selena Gomez, and also you know her from being the um, Secret Life, slutty she? girl. That's not really what I want to say, but you know what I mean, on uh, Secret Life of the American Teenager. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be a TV movie for Freeform, it looks like. That's fair. Um, it's going to be holiday-themed and apparently edgy. And hmm. we'll thankfully get an update to the original Be a Star anthem sung by Tyra. So that'll be fun. New yeah. songs. And it so, will be on, oh, sorry, Freeform's uh, 25 Days of Christmas. Oh, okay. Soon. That's cool. Um, so Francia is gonna, going to play a character called Grace Manning. Um, and she is going to be a confident and funny CEO of Marathon Toys. How old could she possibly be? That's yeah, weird. seriously, there's um, no way. She's a CEO going through a quarter life crisis. Like, okay, <laughs> sure. I don't think there's a whole lot of CEOs of like established companies that are 25. That seems highly um, irresponsible. Shocking. Um, but yeah, I think. I mean, I don't think. I think it'll be cool. It'll be good. I I, actually, I I don't know. I don't actually think it'll be that good. Yeah, hot take. I think this is going to be terrible. It's going to be terrible. People are very excited about it. And I keep yeah, seeing people getting excited about it. I'm like, you guys clearly have not watched Life Size recently. If you want a little refresher, go listen to our Life Size episodes. I think it's a pretty good episode. But. Yeah, I was looking at this uh, picture in, a, in the Instagram and everything about it today. And this is going to be terrible. It The fact that it's a holiday theme... I don't really like this girl as the other character. Uh, the I don't love her to begin with. She I don't. can deal with bad writing though because of her practice being on Secret Life of the American. I just Teenager. don't. I just don't love her in general. I don't like her. I don't like the fact that it's going to be on Freeform. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a TV movie. I just don't. I have. This is going to be terrible. But yeah, you know who doesn't love a good dumpster fire? Mm-hmm. Oh, I also just want to quickly say, so I was watching The Handmaid's Tale this week, and um, Bradley Whitford popped up, who, I don't know if you know that name when I say it, Olivia, but I was shook. I was, like, trying to figure out where I know him from, and everyone's like, oh my god, he was on the West Wing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, he was Carmen's dad and the Sisters of the Traveling Pants. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's my point of reference for things like that, Uh, and I was so excited. Uh, I think we're too young to watch the West Wing. I think that was, like, the next generation above That was, I mean, that was slightly before our time. Yeah. All right, next. What's our next story? Um, so another thing, we've talked about Incredibles 2, like, 17 million times, but 
Um, we could probably talk about it another 483 million times because it's made uh, $500 million at the box office, making it the highest grossing animated movie of all time. Isn't that impressive? Uh, yeah. Cool. We kind of did you like my this. quick math there? We kind of did, but I don't know. I just think it's it's important to uh, make sure that everyone knows that Incredibles two yeah. was really good, and it also segues us into our next point, which is that I rode the Incredicoaster at Disneyland and so what California Adventure. It was fun. Did that used to be? It used to be California Screaming. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So it's like the one big roller coaster yeah. at California Adventure, the one with the loop, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was basically, it was exactly the same. I think it might have been a little bit faster. It felt really fast. Really? Yeah. And it felt like smooth. I don't know. Maybe they made it smoother, but it was definitely like themed. You were sort of like you were Jack Jack, like running away or something like that. Oh, that's so I don't cute. know. It was just yeah. a fun roller coaster. We had fast passes, which were so handy because the line would have been really long otherwise. And then also it was really hot, so it was closed most of the day. But we managed to make it on there. All fine. Have you seen Incredibles two yet? No, not yet. Okay. Um, do you think that ship has sailed for you, or do you think you actually like will see it? I probably won't see it in theaters. Okay. Like, I'll definitely watch it. You'll, like, tour in it, you know? Like, yeah. you'll you'll watch it on... Yeah, I'll watch it online. Project Free Movies. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Um, I'm not saying that anyone should do that, or I'm saying that's a website to use. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I might even, wait, like, I might wait till, like, a like a DVD version comes out that yeah. I can watch. So, um, speaking DVD of... quality version, at least. DVD versions of things that will probably make us wait to watch them um can you talk to us about the 2000s on cnn oh my gosh so i highly recommend this everybody knows i love documentaries and what is the 2000s on cnn so it's a docu it's a um documentary series on cnn if you haven't seen they every year in the past uh, however many years um tom hanks gary Ghostman and Mark Herzog um, get together and they make it's like a compilation docu-series it's usually about six or seven episodes and they've done the 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s and this year. Yes, it's a decade docu-series retrospective kind of thing Um, and uh, yesterday which would be uh, two days ago when you listen to this Mm -hmm. on Tuesday which is tomorrow um, so Sundays at nine. Sundays at nine, but it started last week. Um, Sundays with, at nine, which is super handy because yes. like Game of Thrones isn't on, Westworld isn't on anymore, etc. Yes, your Sundays are free. Um, it expo- so the original series, of the two thousands, explores the decade that gave us Facebook, the iPhone, and other cultural and political milestones. Mm-hmm. I need to say your Sundays are free unless you live in the UK, in which case you should be watching Love Island. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, and it's relevant. Oh, also Big Brother. Um, it's yeah. relevant because this was the decade that gave us all of our TBT fodder. The first episode that premiered yesterday was all about TV, and it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was super interesting. There Looked was a lot about like reality TV, which was really interesting, mm-hmm. especially like, I don't know, Survivor and things like that that definitely like came around during the 2000s and yeah. have really made an impact on the world 
today. Yes. Um, also the ending of some big shows like Frasier and Friends and... Sopranos. The building, you know, the Shonda Rhimes era, yeah. all that kind of good stuff. It's really a great series. It's definitely interesting to see somebody like CNN, like, taking the era of, like, the 2000s, which is so much that we talk about on this show, and, like, dissecting the 2000s from a, like... TBT from a like looking back perspective Mm -hmm. because I feel like so often um people think like oh that was just yesterday and it definitely is things that feel like they were just yesterday but I think like we are getting far enough away that you can really see the cultural impact of these different shows and understand um how important they were yeah it does deep dives into some like, you know, the shows that we all remember, The Breaking Bads, The End of the Sopranos, Lost. There was no Gossip Girl, which I was like, rude. No, no, it didn't get into too much of the younger generation stuff, but I think it was more like primetime stuff. But I loved, they interview really great people um, on this series, which they always have in the past too. But I definitely recommend, obviously my favorite is the 90s thus far. Um, the whole mini series on the 90s is great. Tom Hanks is an amazing producer. Um, I think... Where the, can someone watch that? Um, I watch it. All of the uh, the whole um, set of series is on go.cnn.com. Okay. So if you have any kind of cable subscription or anything like that, you can watch it. Or your it. parents do. Yeah, or your parents do. You can watch it. Um, you can find it on... I mean, it's on... If you watch documentaries anywhere, mm-hmm. it's a pretty easy to find one. Okay. But... Um, the 90s series is definitely really good. And, you and it's just well done. They have a lot of clips in there. And yeah, like it's um, it's put together really nicely. CNN does a really good job. CNN and HLN do a really good job with their documentary, documentaries and docuseries. They do a, a fantastic job. Um, yeah, although I will say that I personally subscribe to the theory that like decades, so being like the 1980s, are not actually the best way to like describe cultural shifts. There's like a theory that it's actually, it tends to be on the sixes. So for example, like 1976 to 19 versus 1985 is going to be more similar than 1980 versus 1989. Yeah. So it like, it goes based on the sixes. So that that theory makes it so like, instead of being 2000 to 2010 the decade is 2006 to 2016 yeah but i think that would be really difficult to yeah that it's hard to for a mini series kind of i would love to see this like one episode is each year and it's like all the Uh, they actually did for well um they did they have a four-part mini series on 1968 which Mm -hmm. was the year that um, martin luther king jr died and um bobby kennedy was killed um so that is, and it was also an election year that Richard Nixon was elected. Um, and that's broken up into the four seasons. It starts winter, spring, summer, fall. Um, so broken up into, you it's know. It's like rather depressing because it was a pretty tough year. But um, yeah. it's really, and also same producers, Tom Hanks is involved in that one also. And it's interesting to see like a year with so much, you know, yeah. a year explained in four hours basically of content. I just love a documentary with a budget. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and that's what I think <laughs> so I love nice. about the. It's kind so of refreshing. similar to some of the um, the Netflix documentaries. No, I feel like the oh, Netflix documentaries that have a budget really lag for me. Sometimes Netflix, there's some. This one was really like entertaining and gripping. I also watched yeah. the two thousands, but it was I don't know. It was just like I feel like I learned a lot, but it was also entertaining. And I feel like sometimes on the Netflix like. Uh, making a murderer or like the what was the wild wild country or well, even that's like the staircase CNN, like those ones weren't made for 
CNN the is producing and developing its own content where Netflix is buying their content off of people. So yeah. their Netflix is just purchased. I mean, not that they're not great, that they're not great documentaries, but Netflix is purchasing these documentaries off of people. They're not giving money to people. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they are at this point, but like those ones that we remember and even like the staircase especially was just straight bought off of uh, somebody else but in making a murder all those other things those are people pitching their documentaries to netflix to buy off of them where cnn is directly producing and pumping money into this content themselves which i think is why cnn and hln do a really good job is because i think they really care about developing these concepts yeah which is great, and it's and a great And I mean, concept. people were watching them. It was trending on Twitter, et cetera. Really? Like, people care. I was, like, super excited when I was at home um, last week. I was, like, watching uh, other stuff and saw previews for it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. Yeah. The 2000s. Because I finished the 90s pretty recently, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so ready. Yeah. So next year will be, like, the 2010s, but... I feel like they're not going to, because, like, we're not done with the 2010s. I know, they can't, <laughs> so which, like, sucks, but I'm glad they're doing the 2000s. It's like the evolution of strategy, but, like, of life. <laughs> but it's interesting that, like, they started, a few, like, they it's been, like, every year up yeah. to now that it, like, has worked out perfectly. I'm like, oh. How fun. And now they're done. Maybe they go back and, like, start it from, like, further back. You yeah, know? do, like, the 50s. Yeah, but then there's not, like, primary source documents in the form of, like, people you can interview. Yeah, that's true. So, anyway, there's a lot of historians and stuff though that they do for like the sixties and stuff. They, they could probably get like a royal expert. Yeah, they get like authors and stuff like that to do um, yeah. the interviews. Or they could do like deep dives on specific years. Yeah, true, etc. Um, I think that's pretty much all that we have to talk about in terms of our TBD stories. And I think we really covered a lot in a pretty short amount of time. Yeah, exactly. We just brought you all the news you needed to know. In a swift 22 minutes. Yeah, you're welcome. Hopefully this podcast doesn't have 15 minutes of dead air at the end. Um, I'm working on it. I don't know why that happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you we listen to our last perfect. episode? There was a lot of dead air at the end. Like it just, okay. it was just quiet for like 15 minutes at the end. If you like fell asleep, you woke up and you're like, it's still playing, but it's not. But it's quiet. On Thursday, we're going to talk to you all about Disney our top princesses. Disney princesses, which is uh, fun. Another of I'm our scared. notorious top 10 rankings. I'm terrified to put this one out in the world, but, you know, we're going to do it. It's fine. We got to put it out there. It'll be great. Ew. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So uh, if you'd like to find the show on Instagram, you can follow us at TBTAMP. My personal Instagram and Twitter is at Miranda Johnson. Mine, my Instagram and Twitter is at Mac is Cheesy. That's M-A-C-K is Cheesy. Don't forget to scroll to the bottom of our podcast our podcast feed page on apple itunes and give us five stars it really helps out and shows us you love us yes wherever also, you're listening to this rate us five stars yeah and don't forget to go to tbtamp.com for our Redbubble uh store to buy lots of stuff from us and for all the other information or not a lot like it's fine yeah, either whatever. way uh and to for all the information you might want to know about the show yes um do we have anything else uh, if you have any issues, email us at tbtamp at gmail.com. And I think that's about it. Yeah. See, See you on, on Thursday. Thursday.